0: Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Alana and use code 25ALANA to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Alana code 25ALANA. Thank you, Seed, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray.
1: Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag.
2: Wimpy, wimpy, (laughs) wimpy!
1: Blah.
0: Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lan Orlana, and today's episode is our first episode of 2023, baby. Welcome to 2023. Happy New Year. I hope you all had a lovely holiday season, a lovely Christmas, a lovely Hanukkah, whatever you may celebrate. I hope it was truly just joyful, and I know that time of year can also be really hard for some people, so just know that I'm here. You can always DM me and talk things out with me. I am there to help you through it, but I'm super excited for today's episode. I was originally going to take a little break, but I felt really called to talk on these three things. So these three things that I learned in 2022, what I'm leaving in 2022, and what I'm bringing into 2023. And I thought I would continue on kind of that two-part series that I did at the end of last year. So just how I'm being that girl in 2023. Um, Let's start off with our weekly intention, my weekly intention. I have two of them. One of them is to get back into running. Because since Vancouver, I haven't ran. So like the whole of December, I didn't really run because I got sick with a cough and it was honestly really hard for me to breathe and I didn't want to push myself with that. Um, So now I'm ready. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling inspired to get back into running. And then my second one is to cook at home. I didn't really grocery shop the last two weeks properly, and so I was taking out a lot – ordering takeout a lot, and I was also, like, having a lot of social dinners and meals and things, and I'm kind of just, like, fatigued out of ordering takeout. Like, I want home-cooked food. So my tip of the week, as always, is to think of your future self. Schedule in those workouts. So whether it be running, lifting, a workout class, whatever it may be, schedule it in grocery shop and the 233 method. I might explain this wrong, but I saw this on TikTok and I thought it was really helpful and I'm going to apply it when I go grocery shopping. So, essentially the 233 method is to get two proteins, three fruits and three veggies. So you can pick your two proteins, for example, you can get chicken breast and salmon fillets. And then you'll get three fruits and three veggies. When you're shopping for your three fruits and three veggies, think of one to snack with, one to eat, and then one for recipes. So like when I mean like one to eat, like get one that could be like a side dish. So for example, like broccoli or um, maybe for a fruit, like melon or something. Um, And then like one for recipes. So like maybe you're making like a soup or – stir fry or I don't know. Um, But that's the 233 method to help you be really also like money efficient um, when grocery shopping because you don't want to have all these random things that you can't really use multiple times. makes it a lot easier, helps you save money, helps you also be less wasteful because I feel like that's a huge – Concern or issue that a lot of us face when we're grocery shopping. We buy too much and then we're throwing out our spinach and our berries and everything. So, the 233 method two proteins, three fruits, three veggies, and you're good to go. Make your grocery list before you go to the grocery store and it will help a ton. Current obsessions. I just got my nails redone and I did two coats of Funny Bunny with an almond shape and I'm obsessed. You guys know before I did Funny Bunny with bubble bath, but this time I just did Funny Bunny and it's super cute. It's like this sheer white. You can see the whites of my nails underneath. So it kind of looks a little French in a way. Um, And I love the almond shape. I love when it's pointier. It just feels like it elongates my fingers and I think it's really cute. I'm normally not a foundation girly. Like I will just wear like – the drunk elephant de-bronzy drops with moisturizer and sunscreen. But I picked out the Ilia True Skin Serum Foundation from my gifting with Ilia. And let me tell you guys, I absolutely love it. I also love the Estee Lauder Estee Lauder Double Wear Foundation. That one's definitely like a foundation. But the Ilia True Skin Serum Foundation is so glowy and especially if you put it on with the charlotte tilbury flawless filter on underneath chef's kiss it looks so good your skin looks so dewy so hydrated it's honestly really great for the winter because my skin has been a little bit dry and it just goes on excellent And then my last current fave, I can't remember if I spoke about this previously, but I really am in my lifting era. I'm really into weightlifting and I'm starting to see results and feel results from doing it consistently. I train 3 times a week with a personal trainer. I'm very grateful that I'm able to do this. And honestly, I'm starting to see like and feel changes in my strength and then like visually, like I feel like my muscle definition, I can see in my back. I can see like my quads. I'm starting to get a bit of my quad back. I had that when I was running a lot. Um, my core also feels like a lot more defined and tight because I'm really embracing my core like they really Inner muscles. So that's really exciting. And I'm hitting a lot of PRs, which is also really cool. Like to be like hip thrusting 255 pounds or squatting 135 um, is pretty cool. Or on like the sled um, pushing like four plates, kind of awesome. Um, Not four plates, what am I saying? Three. So it's just like fun. And I don't know. I love little challenges. I'm also working towards doing a chin up. And I feel like I'm definitely getting stronger. I can hold at the top um, for 12 seconds now. Um, I do have to use like a resistance band or like step on something to get myself up, but I can hold at the top for longer. Used to only be able to hold for five seconds, I can do twelve seconds now, so that's pretty cool. But let's get into the bulk of the episode. Three things I learned in twenty twenty two. Actually, before we get into the bulk, I just want to say that this like segment of the podcast or today's topic was inspired by the episode that I did with Lisa Gilmore on her podcast Unwinding. So definitely go check that out. I think some of the things are kind of similar. That would have said of what I learned in 2022 and what I'm bringing into 2023, but this is different. So three things I learned in 2022. Number one, truly loving and appreciating myself for who I am. I feel like I've kind of been on this journey for the past three or so years, like since I transferred from Laurier, I would say, so since 2019, so I guess going on into like the fourth year almost, um, three and a half. And I feel like I finally have appreciation for who I am and I'm really confident and I know who I am now. And this is definitely like something that has happened in the latter half of this year. And I really do attribute starting to work for myself and going on this like entrepreneurship, self-employed journey to a lot of it. But I've just like learned how to truly love and appreciate myself for who I am and not letting someone else dictate whether or not that's a good thing and kind of just being confident with who I am and running with that and holding my head strong. And it's kind of just like a really fulfilling and thrilling feeling to just like know who you are because I feel like your 20s, like you're kind of lost. And I still think there is a lot of self-discovery that I have to do. Like I am only 23, but I'm at a point where I've really discovered who I am and I've come into myself and what I'm just like truly appreciative of who I am and what I've created and that's kind of led me to be a bit protective of it and I'm not mad about that and I think that's like led me to – really like be specific about who I want in my life in terms of friendships and f- relationships and who I'm going to date and who I'm going to let in my inner circle and the energy that I'm going to allow into my life. So just like it's really just like a f- thrilling and like can't think of the actual word I want to say right now. Um, it's just like this really surreal feeling. Um, it's really freeing and I don't know. Uh, If you've experienced this before, like let me know. DM me. I feel like maybe a lot of you are younger, so you haven't necessarily gotten fully there yet or maybe you felt it to a certain degree. But if you're older or maybe you have experienced this, I don't know, you could be my age, you could be younger, um, DM me. I want to chat about it because it's kind of just like this really cool realization and kind of like an epiphany that you have. Is it an epiphany? I feel like I'm Emma Chamberlain always using, like, big words and not realizing what they mean. Epiphany. Um, an experience of a sudden and striking realization. Generally, the term is used to describe a scientific breakthrough or religious discovery. It can be applied to an illuminating discover, realization, or disclosure. It's also a holiday on January 6th, in case you're curious. <laughs> Um. But yeah. Okay. So number one, truly loving and appreciating myself, who I am, and being confident in that. And then the second thing that I learned in 2022 is that family is a feeling. It's not just reliant on who your but blood relatives are. So like, it's not just your immediate family. It's not your cousins. It's not necessarily like your mother, your father. It is truly just a feeling, and I learned that this year in circumstances that weren't the best and it's not something I'm ready to talk about and number three is also kind of real oh my god I can't speak relative to that but family truly is a feeling and you can find family anywhere whether it be colleagues at work or people at a fitness studio you go to or a group of friends or maybe individual people or even like maybe like your best friend's family it's truly a feeling and you don't have to be blood related at all in order to have a family and just know that like maybe you're listening to this and you're not super close with your immediate family like your mother or your siblings or your father or whoever and you're seeking a family you can find it elsewhere you don't have to like be you can set those boundaries with your quote unquote actual family if you need to if it's not healthy and you can find family elsewhere And it can be just as great, if not better. And I'm not telling you to ditch your, like, blood-related family. You can have both. Um, But just know that you can find family and support outside of just your blood relations or blood relatives. Number three is that your mental health, and I've said this so many times, but when I say it this way, like, I really, really mean it mental health is so beyond important and the consequences of ignoring it and pushing it under the rug are so beyond what you can even imagine. I'm only 23 and I've experienced small consequences from ignoring it, such as meltdowns and these small anxieties and, well, not necessarily small, but like smaller than what I've seen happen from years and years of mental health being ignored and pushed and stress just piling on and how it can impact your mental health. And I'm not saying this to like really scare you, but at the same time, I kind of am. If you haven't taken the initiative already to care about your mental health and the way that you care and society cares about our physical well-being – Then you need to start if 2023 is your year to start caring about yourself start focusing on that mental health Start seeking out ways to take care of it. It doesn't necessarily just mean therapy I understand that therapy isn't always super accessible. It's expensive. It's not Possible for everyone given their circumstances, but there are other Routes and methods to caring for your mental health like meditation like journaling like visualize, well, not really visualization, but working out also and like just being aware of your thoughts and feelings, expressing your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions to your family, to your friends, to peers, to maybe a mentor. Really find ways to care for your mental health and deal with these struggles as they come instead of just ignoring them and pushing it under the rug because what I have seen happen to my loved ones from just ignoring it is so beyond what I could have ever thought would have happened. And that's now made me so much more proactive about my own mental health, especially when it comes to stress and anxieties and depression and all these feelings surrounding that. So taking care of your mental health is so important. If you take one thing from this episode, if you take one thing from my podcast from me, put your mental health first. You cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Okay? I love you guys. I'm always here to chat. I'm going to say that a million times. I'm always here to chat and help guide you in the right direction. Okay. Three things I am leaving in 2022. Number one, self-sabotaging. I feel like This is something I've become hyper aware of through experiences and discussions in therapy this year and also in discussions with my friends who kind of have this like emotional intelligence at the same level, if not higher than mine. Um, We are not self-sabotaging in 2023. We're leaving that in 2022. I don't think I necessarily did it a lot in 2022, but I became a lot more aware of when I did and when I had in the past. So we're leaving that in 2022. No more self-sabotaging. And what I mean by self-sabotaging is that I'm not going to intentionally or subconsciously sabotage opportunities for me to experience things, whether it be in my career, in a love life, in relationships. Specifically in relationships, I feel like I self-sabotaged a lot um, and that prohibited me from a lot of being able to experience a lot of things. And it also caused me to feel a lot of pain and sadness or hurt from it. So we're no longer self-sabotaging in 2023. We're leaving that in the past. Number two, this is something I don't know if I've spoken about it on the pod, but I definitely have started to speak about it with my friends and in therapy. And this is like A realization and something that I started to practice, I wanna say, in the last like quarter of 2022. So the last like four months, maybe even a little less. But we are no longer putting men on the pedestal. We are no longer seeking external validation from them. And what I mean by this is that I feel like with me, and I'm like confident that I'm not alone in this, is that when I used to date and I would essentially not really feeling this was basically from like a pattern of like being hurt a lot, but I would essentially feel nothing for like any say I was like seeing three guys. I would essentially like feel nothing really towards any of them as like almost numb until like one guy made me feel something. And then when that one guy made me feel something, I would put them on a pedestal and I would do everything to please them and how they could like me, think about how they would like me as opposed to if I even like them. Um, I'd like kind of like warp myself into being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray.
1: This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag.
2: Wimpy, (laughs) wimpy, wimpy. No purchase necessary, void work prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: What I thought was the ideal girl or the girl that they would want to date and make things official with. And I found that I was constantly Seeking external validation to them. So I would text them saying these things in hopes of getting external validation from them or validation of what I was doing was right. For example, like sharing achievements or kind of like bragging to them about things that I was doing or like trying to make things that I was doing seem cooler so I would get that validation from them. And when I became aware of this, I stopped putting the men on the pedestal and I started putting myself on that pedestal. And This kind of is like switching your mindset from like that scarcity to abundance mindset. And before I sent a text, I would ask myself, am I texting them because I genuinely just like want to talk to them or am I texting them this because I'm seeking that external validation from them? Can I seek that validation internally from myself or maybe from a friend who is in alignment with like, I don't know, like can give me that external validation instead And so now I no longer, well, I'm going to say 95% of the time, I'm no longer putting men on the pedestal. I'm putting myself on that pedestal. I'm the prize. I'm able to make the decision. They're lucky if they have me. I think about, do I like them? Not as opposed to, how can I make them like me? And I seek the validation from within myself as opposed to from them. And so- We are leaving putting men on the pedestal and seeking external validation from men. Or you can insert whatever pronoun into men, whatever your interests are. I'm just a straight female, so men is what I'm putting there. Um, We're leaving that in 2022. Number three, imposter syndrome. This is so crazy to me because I felt like for so long I struggled with imposter syndrome Insanely. Like in my career, I just like always was like, when is someone going to figure out that I'm not capable, that I'm not actually qualified to do this? I always felt like such an imposter, even though I actually knew like I wasn't, but I just felt like it all the time. And as soon as I left my job and started working for myself, and I feel like normally it's the opposite when you start working for yourself, you normally start to feel imposter syndrome. But I have never felt more confident and sure of myself and my abilities and what I'm doing now that I'm working for myself. Now that I'm a creator, now that I'm doing freelance marketing and whatnot, like the imposter syndrome has just like flown away. It like got up and flew away and it's as if it never existed. Sorry. The throat was getting dry. I had to drink some water. Loving my Stanley Water bottle still. FYI. Um, but anyhow, imposter syndrome. We're leaving that in twenty twenty two. I hope that it never comes back. I still do experience it to a very small degree. And I think this degree is a lot healthier than the amount that I used to deal with it. But it's just crazy to me that as soon as I wouldn't say it was instant. It wasn't like I left my job the day of and like instantly the imposter syndrome was gone, but I want to say at least within the last, like, month and a half, like, once I started to really settle into working for myself, um, it just, like, I realized – I did, like, a little self-reflection. I'm like, hang on. I'm no longer feeling this way. This is, like, really weird and I don't know. It just, like, really makes you question some things um, and why they were that way, but – To summarize, the three things I am leaving in 2022 are self-sabotaging, putting men on the pedestal, slash seeking external validation from them, and imposter syndrome. Now, to close it off, the three things that I'm bringing into 2023 are, number one, the power of being present. I cannot stress this one enough. It helps so much with gratitude and managing your anxiety levels but encouraging yourself to be present in the exact moment that you're in right now. So for example, I'm recording this podcast right now and I feel like normally in the past I would have like been thinking about, oh my God, I have all these things to do. Like my mind would keep like jumping to like the next thing and I'd get super anxious and worried about that. But the moment I've encouraged myself to focus on being present and focusing on the task at hand or whatever I'm doing in that moment, life has gone in so much better. I feel like my memories are so much more vivid. I feel so much cal- more calm and it's just like a crazy thing. So the power of being present. And I believe I spoke about this a lot on last week's episode of the pod. So definitely go and listen to that if you haven't already. And maybe if you're forgetting a little bit. There's no harm in listening to it again. Number two, the power of consistency. I feel like I stress this a lot. These are all things that you've heard me talk about time and time again, but the power of consistency, whether it be in your habits, in your career. Think about these little habits, these little things that you do every day. When you do them consistently, those little micro improvements and changes add up to greater They talk about this in Atomic Habits. James Clear talks about it. If you improve by 1% every day for 30 days, in 30 days, you're going to be 30% better. So when you're consistent with your morning routine, with your night routine, with working out, with drinking water, with getting enough sleep, with completing the tasks that you have to do at work, with working on your side hustle or whatever it may be, the sooner you're going to start to see those bigger ripples and see those consistent changes and improvements in your life, in your abilities, in everything. So the power of consistency is incredible. And you can also apply this to your relationships, your communication, your ability to see someone, Um, the way you talk to someone, the way you talk to yourself, the more consistent you are the sooner you are going to see those big ripples and those bigger changes. And it may feel really small, you know, like you can go to the gym every single day and you look at yourself in the mirror every single day and you may not look that much different from the day before, but if you look back and compare to a month ago, you'll see more of a change. Or if you look back and compare to two months ago, three months ago, you'll see those changes. And then number three, this kind of goes with um, something that I'm leaving, ironically. But number three, I'm finding validation within myself. There's no need to brag. There's no need to search for someone else's opinion to validate whatever you're going to choose to do. Like, um, hold on. I need more water. My throat is dry today, guys. Okay. Finding validation within myself. So like I feel like before whenever I wanted to make any sort of decision I would message a million one friends asking like should I get option A or B or should I do A or B Um, and especially when it came to relationships I constantly would look for validation from other people that I was doing this quote-unquote right or this was the right thing or asking for other opinions of like what was going on in my relationship specifically like romantic relationships, but even like friendships. Like if I had like drama with a friend when I was younger. And what I've learned is that no one knows better than you what you need. So yes, it's okay. And it's good to ask for opinions and people's assistance and making decisions, whether it be for a job switch or an apartment or anything, but like your gut truly knows best. And You should do, at the end of the day, what makes you feel happiest and what suits you best. And that is what I mean when I say, like, finding validation within yourself. Like, don't be so reliant on other people's opinions and help in making you – help with you making decisions. Like, learn how to do it on yourself. Learn to trust yourself. You can give yourself so much trust and you're so much more capable than what you think And as soon as like I started to realize this, this is definitely like a newer realization. It is so freeing because you feel so much more confident in that you are able to make these decisions and come to these terms on yourself. And I feel like that also helps you like not self-sabotage. And I also feel like this finding validation within myself kind of summarizes all the things that I've been talking about on this podcast in the past. So To summarize, three things I'm bringing into 2023, the power of being present, the power of consistency, and finding validation within myself because no one cares more about you than you, and yeah. Okay, I'm going to stop talking your ears off now. I hope you have an amazing start to the new year. Let's kick it off strong. I think I'm going to do a challenge. I haven't decided yet. I don't know. I'll let you know on socials. If you like this episode of Morning Ray, as always, I would love if you could leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Reading your reviews honestly makes my day. I will literally tear up reading them. And if you are listening and want to post on socials that you're listening, I love that too. I love seeing when I'm tagged your guys' stories. It's just so surreal because I always do that with my favorite podcast. So, so then see you guys doing it is just like a pinch me moment. Um, but I love you guys so much. And next week's episode is a really good one. We have a special guest coming on. I think you're really going to like this episode. Um, well, that episode. And I will see you guys next week. Love you.